Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Ellie Danka, Bharati Jagdish, and Ryan Huang. What's on the radar of investors this morning? That's mm. what we're going to tackle. Yes, indeed. And the Federal Reserve, of course, mm. expecting to announce a dramatic policy shift. Everyone kind of glad that they've finally come to terms with the fact that inflation is not transitory. So, what's next, Ryan? Yeah, so on the table is the meeting where we are expecting a speeding up of the wind down of the bond buying program. So pretty much laying the ground for interest rate hikes next year. So we could be in for as much as three rate hikes next year or another three to four in 2023. So that's going to be something to watch out for. And we are also looking for the word transitory to no longer be there. So that may be a new way to kind of look at how inflation can be described. So what's a new word? So we'll find out tomorrow morning what Fat Chai Joan Powell will say. Yeah, for now, they've got to banish that word from all dictionaries and it will certainly not make the list of most used or popular words unless it is all for the wrong reasons. Mm. And we've seen overnight tax stocks losing. So a bit of an adjustment as we expect rate hikes to go up and typically when that happens, that's not good news for growth names and tax stocks in turn were down overnight with the Nasdaq, the biggest loser, down 1.1%. So we'll see if that continues tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Things go up and down. It's all transitory. <laughs> uh, China property plunge. It looks like uh, there's a bit of a problem there. There is. So a bunch of red flags being raised around this property developer called Shimao Group. Uh, so they have been in the news recently for the wrong reasons. And at first, it was because of a plunge in prices of their bonds and stock prices. And it was unexplained. No real reasons being cited. Um, there are some fingers being pointed at rumours. So now it has transpired that they are now facing um, a, a drop in trust or collapse in trust around um, its corporate governance Standards and mm. this is around um, mainly this deal they have done, uh, where they are now under a bit of scrutiny. A connected party acquisition that was announced late Monday, okay. where they essentially are buying one company that they own and transferring some money to the other. So that is now being scrutinized for corporate governance uh, issues and transparency. So we saw Shimao Group's shares fall twenty percent at the close wow. of Hong Kong trading and. At Sh- and Shimao Services Holdings, their prices dropped 32%. And if you look at the Bloomberg Index of Property Stocks, that dropped 4.3% to its lowest level in nearly four years. So that is really reflecting how jitters are being spread across the property market off the back of just this, what some people may say, a, a simple issue around Shimang Group. That is mm. just sending uh, jitters across the board. Mm, you said that, you know, some might say it's a simple issue around Shimang Group. Yet others are saying, wow, this is starting to feel like deja vu. Is it Evergrande all over again in terms mm. of the mm. severity and how it might impact the rest of the sector? So what's the sentiment around that, the knock-on effects on the rest of the property sector? Yeah, if you look at Shimang Group, right, they are just number 13 when it comes to the list of Chinese developers in terms of size, in terms of sales. So in terms of ripple effects or systemic issues, you don't really get a lot if they 
collapse. So that is, mm. in a way, not a huge thing. But I think you are seeing investors just selling first and asking questions later in case you know another company comes into the forefront for the same issues, liquidity issues, under stress, that sort of thing. So that is part of jitters investors will be digesting alongside the FMC meeting coming up later tonight. All right, uh, let's move on to the next issue. Uh, Wall Street and their views on China. Yeah, so this is interesting, right? Off the back of the jitters around China, at least Chinese property um, industry, you've got some of the Wall Street players thinking, hey, it's time to get back into China because stocks are now presenting a buying opportunity after being battered for so long. Okay. Mm. So you've seen the crackdown, the issues or worries over Chinese growth slowing down. So all that has really weighed on Chinese stocks. So much so we've seen the MSCI China index slumping 21% so far this year. And that is giving confidence to the likes of Goldman Sachs joining the likes of JP Morgan Chase Mm. saying, hey, maybe prices are attractive enough for investors to get back in. The route has been overdone and they think, hey, it's time to get back because low valuations are now making Chinese stocks a bargain. Mm, Is this uh, wise? I guess uh, people will be evaluating this as we go forward. But uh, there are many more exciting developments in the investment world, right? I mean, we've been talking a lot about NFTs, uh, the new world, new age investments and maybe music. Uh, Where are we heading in this regard? So the next big thing may be actually music, Bharati. So Ah, here is where bond investors will soon be able to buy a piece of the music catalogs of a wide range of pop, country and classic rock acts, including The Who and Tim McGraw. Wow. Oh, these are big names. Very big names. Okay, how does it work? The lowdown is private equity and credit firm Northleaf Capital is selling over $300 million of asset-backed securities. So essentially bonds supported by the publishing and sound recording rights and income streams from over 52,000 songs. So essentially, the more you stream, the more that these songs get played, the more that the bond performs. Mm -hmm. Sounds good and logical and fair as well. Uh, Who else is on the list? Okay, so this is actually not the first time we are seeing bonds or asset-backed securities linked to music. So we've actually seen David Bowie. He pioneered such deals in the 1980s. So essentially, Mm. the royalty streams from his catalog music going into all these bonds. And then this was replicated later by the likes of James Brown, Mm. the Isley Brothers. And more recently, Bob Dylan, Adele, Shakira, also on this ABS or asset-backed securities um, trend. So this is an interesting one to watch out for because it looks like uh, it's not just music but also fast food franchises gym fees so everyone's trying to figure out how do I package this yeah. and sell it on to someone else yeah it's very interesting because like it's also been used to settle debt or estates mm. of artists who have passed on and maybe there's some money owed uh, so you put up your master copies or your your royalty rights for sale uh, but of course when you look at the likes of Bob Dylan Adele Shakira they're obviously going at a very different trajectory so it should be quite interesting to get into mm. and I guess the posthumous uh, element that you talked about would yeah. in fact increase the value of such things as well well it, it can yeah. and, and 
and again, it depends on uh, who's brokering it. And, yeah. and like, like like Ryan said, you know, how you package it and mm. equals to how you sell it. Well, it does look like if you can package it, you can sell it. And it can be anything at all. So <laughs> it's all in the marketing and the spin as well, to okay, a great well, extent. I've got 30 seconds for this. If you could, for fun, if money was not an issue and you could own the rights to one musical artist, who would it be? <laughs> right? I will own the rights to the Happy Birthday song because everyone sings it all the time. Ryan, <laughs> right. Wow, that's a very good one. Ask you give me Happy Birthday. No, it's it's about money for him because if everyone sings it all the time, you're going to make loads, right? right? Okay, fair enough. See, that's very practical coming from a finance guy. I've got to think about this one because it can't be about love and, and fandom anymore. Okay. It's got to be about the money. It's got to be about the <laughs> and money. And Ryan's already choked the Happy Birthday song. So what's next? For me, it's simple. Hmm? Taylor Swift all the way. Mm, okay. Why? It's Taylor Swift. All right. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.